Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so I have to, um, so there are some events in your life that have happened where you remember where you were. And it's 10 years ago, tomorrow, I believe, that Winnie Houston died. Wow. I was having dinner at the swanky Yellowstone Club, (laughs) which um, is right next to Big Sky Montana. And I remember it vividly. And I'm like, there's no way she's dead. So after 10 years, a lot of people are revisiting it. And there's a new book out by um, Derek Kennedy. And at the time of his her death, he had just started writing and was a music um, critic, or excuse me, reporter, entertainment reporter for the LA Times. And so he wrote this new book called um, defend didn't we almost have it all colon in defense of Whitney Houston so he looks at her impact as a black woman um, her impact on pop culture her impact on race and um, and her he is a queer black man so mm-hmm. he this book just came out and I didn't have enough time to get into everything about it mm-hmm. but he made some interesting um, parallels that I thought this one I thought was kind of interesting because Whitney Houston, when she hit the scene, made such an impact on on music. Yeah, huge. I mean, huge for R and B, huge for pop music. She was everything, and people only remember her basically for "I Will Always Love You," singing the national anthem, and "Crack Is Whack" when she did the Oprah thing and thinking oh, yeah. she was a drug addict and yeah, she yeah. lost her voice. So. Here's what he wrote, and I just I just thought this was kind of just, yeah, I see this. There's an interesting parallel with Prince, he writes. We're grieving his death and the loss of his talent, even though we weren't always excited about the last years of some of his music. Mm-hmm. But one thing we don't ever do is talk about him as an addict. That's not the only story we gave him. That's not the story we gave him. We see him as a victim of drugs, right? But with Whitney... We saw her as someone who was making active choices to destroy herself. Yeah, We were so ashamed of her for doing that and disappointed in it that for not making the comeback that we all wanted and reclaiming her former greatness. Why can't she sing I Will Always Love You like she did 10 years earlier? There was something so cruel about that dynamic, and it needs reflection. It's great that culturally we're now using language like accountability and harm reduction, but I think God... What if we were treating her like we treated Prince? You know, Prince died of a drug overdose Mm -hmm. and he was taking drugs for a very long time. He was addicted to opioids. 
and for his hip. But he isn't seen as a drug addict where we painted her. I just thought that was kind of yeah. like, yeah. It is really interesting. Was, you know, we just, he he was addicted. So yeah. I just thought that was kind of interesting. But now we will go back to revisit the two days before the death of Whitney Houston. It was, um, her. she died February 11th, so it was today, mm-hmm. 20, um, 10 years ago. She showed up for rehearsals at the Clive Davis. He always had the pre-Grammy gala. A glitzy night's the thing. She was staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and that's where the Grammys would be, and that's where the pre-Grammy um, gala would be. So her longtime musical director, Ricky Minor, was putting the band through its paces for the event mm-hmm. and doing all the prep, and she came by very early to see how things were going. And he considered her his little sister. She pops into rehearsal. We hadn't even started, and it's 10.30 in the morning. And he said, she doesn't even get up till the crack of 3 in the afternoon. She's not a morning person. She loves her sleep, and she's a night owl, so I never get to see her this early. Mm -hmm. Um, She was kind of wet, like dripping. And he asked her, where are you coming from? She says, I've been swimming. I'm getting my lungs lungs back. I'm getting in shape. But clearly, he didn't realize it. She was on drugs at the time and kind of talks about blah, blah, blah. And she died really right before the party, the day, you know, the night before. I think it was the day of the party or it was the night before the party. And um, she, Ken Ehrlich, who was the producer of the Grammys, decided that they would celebrate her, you know, and have Jennifer Hudson perform a Whitney Houston song without it. She pretty much did it with just a piano or something. But they go on to talk about um, this guy, Jarek, it's funny spelling, Kennedy, who's wrote, written the new book. He was just, he ran into her and she said she was so drugged out. And he was the one that reported it. And yeah. that was the, and he felt guilty about how he portrayed her two days before she died. And that's kind of his book is kind of revisiting it and yeah. getting a little redemption there. But anyway, it just, you think about everything that she did. Um, and there's a blow by blow moment by moment thing about, it was just so shocking. Do you guys remember that? Well, okay. Do you remember when she died? I do. I have like, you know, like I, I can remember it. Who else died really close to the time she died? Because there was another death that was like really close, and that was almost like when when somebody said us, we were like, okay, no, you mean this well, person died? Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett, Fawcett both died on the same day, which wasn't very, which was before this. Yeah, like, but it was a long time before. No, I know were, no, okay. it wasn't that long. Because let's look at that. Grant, can you Google when Michael Jackson died? Because yep. I don't know that it was long before this. Um. Anyway, but yeah, just, I remember. I, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think it was one of those odd things because I didn't really know too much about the drug stuff. I just knew her as like the song, the song, the, the CD my mom would play when it was right. time to clean the house, you know, right. like that, like just epic, epic voice. Right. She she was amazing. And, you know, at that Grammys, Adele was the big winner. She won six Grammys that night. So it was the big introduction, you know, of mm-hmm. Ad, when did he die? June of 2009. Oh, so it was before. So I don't know who it was. Yeah, there's another one. I'll have to look into it. But I remember it was like one of those things where maybe it was the time and age, too, where people would make that up for attention of like somebody dying. And I remember them saying Whitney Houston died. And I'd be like, no. It was weird. Yeah. I just remembered. No way. She was making her big comeback. So anyway, that's just I just thought it was kind of interesting. And the media portrayed her as just 
such a loopy, out of whack woman. Yeah. Who, and she was a woman struggling with addiction and she tried to pull away from it all, you know, and live her life. But then she did that horrible thing with Bobby Brown being Bobby Brown. Yeah. Their, oh, yeah. The their, reality show. And that was just, that just ruined it for me. And I thought, why would you do that? Because we she's had getting such a terrible advice. Oh, she was getting terrible advice. But anyway, I know it's time for random thoughts. But anyway. Thank you for sharing that. That yeah. was all really oh, interesting. Just, but this book, I think, is something that we want to try to get on our show, Grant. Um, okay. This guy, um, didn't we almost have it all in defense of Whitney Houston? I think it'd be kind of interesting. Absolutely. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's just random. It's just random. My name's Julia. Here's <laughs> my it? random thoughts. Oh, gosh. It's me as cheek implants. Okay, but wait a minute. So Grant, so someone called yes. in about, yeah. we were talking about Whitney Houston. It's mm-hmm. been 10 years since she passed away. And then just remembering, you know, she died of a cocaine overdose and she in the bathtub at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And then that her daughter died the same way four years later, I think, or something. I mean, it was so tragic. tragic yeah. But um, you were mentioning something, yeah. Grant? A listener called in, and thank you for calling in and letting me know this, but there was a Clive Davis documentary that came out on Netflix, I think about four years ago now, 2016, 2017, yep. and it goes through everything. And in this documentary, he had talked about, because he said it was completely open to everything in this documentary, and he talked about how he had written a letter to Whitney Part of the letter, just so I can give you a little sample of it. Dearest Whitney, when I saw you on Friday night at the Michael Jackson concert, I gasped. When I got home, I cried. My dear, my dear Whitney, the time has come. Moving forward a little bit, I join your mother in pleading with you to face up to the truth right now. Mm-hmm. And it continues to say, um, there is no more time to or for postponement. You need the help to get better right now. I mean, it goes on yeah, and on. Yeah. He wrote this with love, Clive. Like he right. he loved her like a daughter. Yeah, you know. And so that's just amazing to me that he wrote this letter, plead letter, letter to her right before she passed away. Right. Well, yeah. It in the tabloids were all over this. Yeah. And I think she was dating. Um, Brandy's brother at the time, Ray J. Oh, yeah. Remember? And and Brandy and Monica had just come out with The Boys Mind, The Boys Mind, The Boys Mind, which I still love. To this day. And they were doing an uh, interview with E because a lot of people were at the Beverly Hilton at the time getting ready for the award shows and the pre Grammy party show. And she busted in on the interview. Whitney did, and like, hi, how are my two little girls? You know, kind of loving them and everything. And it, apparently she was just like wasted, yeah. you know, so it's mm. just, it's tragic and sad, but, um, thanks for sharing that grant. All right. What kind of randoms do you have today? Miss Brittany? First off, I guess there's a football game on Sunday. I heard this. <laughs> What's and it I, called again? It has a special name. Well, I think <clears throat> it depends what year you're going back to. They used to call it the big one. The big one. <laughs> the Pro Bowl. Not to be confused with number two. Yeah. Okay. Um, or doesn't the big one sound I like just, it's a big heart attack too? You just smelled your watch. I did. I love smelling my watch when I wear it a long time. What is wrong with us? It's so I can't gross. Believe you just called me out on that. That's a random thought to have. Because oh gosh, I love like taking a cast your... off or like oh, a that watch. cast smell. Oh, you can't stop. About. It smells so bad you can't stop smelling no, like, it. When you wear your fitness watch, oh, yeah, yeah. underneath you know? the band. Oh yeah. I can't believe you just said that out loud. It's what so I did. gross. You're but not it's alone. So like, I you can't not. You can't not. I. You're not alone. I'm. We're, we're it's here so with disgusting. You. It's, it's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. I clean it with alcohol and everything, you know, and oh. just try to. 
go back to you. Yeah. So I've decided I can never figure out what Super Bowl we're at. So we're just going to like. It doesn't take, matter. No, no, I know. This. I, got a, I got a cure. I've got oh, a solution. Okay. I'm coming with solutions for once. <laughs> so it's LVI. So let's just call it Levi. For, Ooh, yeah, the what levy. What's wrong with you? Is it 56? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not going to do research. Well, the L isn't the no L. No follow up. The questions. B is five and an I is one. I believe you're right. Okay. It's actually 78. Okay. You're not so right. The L oh. is 70? It's not. It is not. You're such a liar. Okay. So guess what? Today is Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. So you're not even going to answer. All right. Oh. And you, when's the last time you spilled some milk? Oh, it's probably been a long time. Does almond milk count? Yes, because that is today's modern day milk. That is Thank not you. milk. That is not. We can oh, talk I use it all, the time. all day long. It is not milk. Uh, it isn't, but I use it. I know. I like almond milk. Drinking milk is the most savage thing I think you oh, can do. Chris. I put down a whole quart of milk in the last two days. When I get down, milk is my milk man. Is chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Oh, God. I mean, some the only reason right I heart. say that it is so brutal that you're, like, I can't, my body, if I try you to drink milk, I can't handle you're it. You're lactose intolerant? I'm a, I'm also a denier of la- my lactose intolerance. So, like, <laughs> I'm lactose, like, I barely, I don't want to acknowledge yeah, that. Yeah, it's not, okay. Yeah. But you still I'm a lactose cheese. intolerant denier. Fine. Because I'm, like, not ready to... Give it up. Give it up. I get that. And, like, milk to me, what... Yeah, that's, that's so brutal that you just drink milk, Grant. Oh. Well, I eat it. Well, that's how... That's, I mean, when we were kids, that's what they forced, you know, that's what we were given oh, on for everything. Oh, a glass of milk. Oh, there's nothing better. It really... I do remember <laughs> it. But do you remember... They used to serve chocolate quisp. I think it was quisp. Quick? Quick. 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 <laughs> Quick. <laughs> But it came in like a metal can. Oh, yeah. yeah. It had that hardcover, and you'd take the spoons in, and you oh, put one in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Nope. I've and then ne- one in the milk. No, I've never put it in my one mouth. One in my mouth? That's brutal. One in the milk. <laughs> That's brutal. Oh, Lord. We were so denied sugar. Anytime we were had access to it, we would just free, you know. When my, get so it I, in, go to my, it. I go to my grandma's, who just turned 96, by the way. Oh, and she yeah. is rocking it in Montana. Oh, no, no, uh, Williston, but oh, it's Williston. right next to Montana. Oh, yeah, so I could see the confusion. But she, um, she'll go, let me make you a bowl of cereal. And I'm always like, Grandma, I can't do milk. But she likes to not listen to that part. <laughs> she puts whole milk in and then drizzles cream on top. Yes. It's so good. It's so oh. good. And then we used to put a tablespoon of sugar oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. right yeah. on sugar. top of that oh, yeah. and then eat around the sugar. Oh, yeah. She would do the sugar and then she also does oh. the peaches. And it's like oh. it's like five pounds right there. And I love it. I just like lick my... Oh, I know. It's so good. Isn't it? It's getting sexual in here, guys. I know, Kathleen. Oh, making, mom, right, oh. mom used to make oatmeal and then you put on the brown sugar. The, first the butter. Yeah, yeah. Then the brown sugar on top of it. This is dirty talk. And then oh. a little milk, and you just eat around it slowly, and then you get to the bite. Mm. It was, it really hit the spot. It was worth really getting up did. for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back to you. Um, This is pretty amazing. So, Wordle. We'll be the judge of it. Oh, this is a cool is story. It. Grant Wordle, brought this to us because Wordle we is saving this. lives. We are saying, we play, we play this game, and you and you, you made me addicted to this, <laughs> out of all things. You're such a bad influence on me. <laughs> Now, Wordle's in my life. Wordle actually saved a life. Tell me how. Okay, this 80-year-old mother okay. woke up to the most alarming thing ever. She woke Her name is Denise. She woke up to a naked man holding a scissors uh, <gasps> at the edge of her bed. Stop. He then threatened her if she screamed and then uh, got into bed with her. And they're, they're not saying anything assault-wise, but he did at one point lock her in her uh, bathroom. 
This 80-year-old woman. This 80-year-old woman. Well, she's got these two daughters and this was text thread that's always going on. And she didn't she every day sends them her results on wordle sure, and they send they send theirs back they say oh god this is how i did today right, how did right, you right. do mom she didn't send hers that day so literally because of that her daughters asked them to do a health and welfare check on their mom who be, lives somewhere else who, right? yeah yeah and they went and saw that there's a window broken into found her locked in the bathroom Stop. without any food or her medication they ended up finding the guy too later but Literally, Wordle saved her life. That's a cool story. I mean... That's a cool story. I feel like I'm the worst. Like, if my mom didn't text back Wordle, I'd be like, oh, she's into golf, I guess, or pickleball. (laughs) Pickleball. But it sounds... I mean, they were doing it all the time. I know. Oh, that's a cool story. I like that. So, yeah, thanks, Grant. You brought that to our attention. Also, Disney is making wedding dresses. And they're worth checking out. They're beautiful. They, they range really from 3000 to 10000 Oh, perfect. I'll take seven. <laughs> I'm, I'm going there for a minute. Oh, one. Grant. The oh. future is scary. Yeah. Just know this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. What's happening with the traffic? There might be sun in people's eyes. Yeah, you might it's be. Stout. Yeah, looking out the window, you might have some sun in your eyes if you're heading west right. Hollywood's begin. What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Andy Cohen from Bravo and the Housewives organization and Watch What Happens Live says A.K.A. This. God. Oh, right. Except for when you meet him in person. Andy Cohen admits <laughs> Housewives vetting process is a work in progress. That's, um, that's, that's, I that's mean, an understatement. I would assume Jenny Nguyen so. from Salt Lake City. He's having... They're having a lot of issues with some of the recent housewives. Salt Lake City, and then we've got... um, Erica Jane. Erica Jane problems. We also have um, possibly some New York might have... The whole thing might have to get scrapped. Why? They had terrible ratings last year. They didn't even do the reunion. Um, I would say they're problematic at best. I mean... They brought in Ebony as, like, their solution to their, you know, whitewashing of New York. Right. And it wasn't, I would say, it wasn't one of those, like, natural fits because she wasn't really friends with anybody. But I think, I think, because New York is so diverse and it's one of the most interesting cities in America. The fact is, like, even though I love Sonia and I love watching Luann and I even like, um, you know, the the younger one, um, Leah, and the part of me loves Ramona too. I wouldn't mind if they just did a whole new group. I wouldn't either. So yeah, but I, I'd want Sonia to come for the parties. Yeah, and Luann to come say bad, horrible thing. I don't know. No, I really don't care if they scrap it either. You're such you and Lori are way bigger fans of this franchise than I am. It's a disease. I have been watching. I would agree old, with you. <clears throat> I've been watching old New York um, episodes. And that's when I realized how sick my disease really goes. Is I this is like my second time watching, re-watching. re-watching all the way through. Wow. You know what? Sometimes you just have to own it. Sometimes you know I what this are drugs. What do you want? I I appreciate that it's Real Housewives. Thank you. Okay, so Erica Jane, speaking of Real Housewives, of Beverly Hills says she's desperate and afraid amid the Tom Girardi legal drama. I'm surprised she's saying that because as of right now. Um, I know there's going to be more charges, but like things are actually looking up for her. We had the lar- the charges dropped. There must be something that we don't know that's kind of poking out. Um, and then also everyone's claiming she's dating this bajillionaire as well. Like there's this guy she's dating who's okay. helping her out. 
And then uh, I just saw a scene the other day from like behind the scenes is she does. um She's doing a hair extension line and people are claiming that it's actually good. Oh, nice. All right. So I'm surprised she's saying this because the things are looking way better than they were last year. True. She's just complaining. Yeah. People just like to complain sometimes. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know either. Um, all right. So here's one. Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, he's an executive producer of the Pam and Tommy thing. Okay. Now, Grant, you weren't here when we had this conversation, which, you know, Pamela Anderson did not want that sex tape out there. Mm -hmm. And so she says she's reliving it and is struggling with it being out there. And she was adamantly against the making of this. Mm -hmm. That was released out there without her being willing to do it, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Since we, I've watched the first three. Yep. Um, I can't watch it anymore. I'm done. Really? Yeah. Yep. It's I. I was laughing about the puppet, and yep. other than that, that was all I got out of it. Yep. It's. It's really oh, the acting is bad. Is it, it really it, that bad? It really. What's I think she does a great job as yes. Pamela Anderson. Yes. Um, Lily James, but I have a hard time. Sebastian Stan is. Yeah, he's a tough one as Tommy Lee, but it's it's really. I just feel guilty now watching it and kind of too dirty. Yeah. Really. Um, yeah, because of, of knowing how more Pamela behind feels. the scenes and how it changed her the trajectory of her career, how abusive Tommy Lee was. How, um, you know, how how horrible would it be to have your private private sexual tape that oh. you made when you were in love with each other and having so much fun? Terrible. Be released to everybody. It's literally, I, I mean, mean, that's your the worst most, nightmare. It is beyond your worst yeah, nightmare. no. And then no. your kids, I just think your kids see it. I mean, especially back then, honestly, it's now everything's digitalized and there's so many times things like, People have things leak, and it's so mainstream now to have you know a naked picture or a naughty video sneak out of yours. But back then, it just wasn't a thing. Right. That's why it was like the most alarming. Have you seen it? the The show, the video, the actual video. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm the only one that hasn't. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I'm the only one who hasn't seen it. Again, I was looking after her privacy. Yes. No. Um, I mean, but I just so it's so. I don't know. You're not alone I, I, in those I'm thoughts. Done. You're not alone. I'm done too. I, I did. I wasn't. Too. I wasn't done because of those. Now that you brought that to light, it definitely sheds more of a. Yeah, we we were glorifying this as trying to get into this story without even really realizing how much it hurt Pamela. You know. Well, do you think that then? <clears throat> but the, the, the documentary other... did it justice. Then did show you this aspect? No, not what I've. I'm seen. not willing to give it anymore. I'm not willing to give it. And Seth Rogen, you know, is one of the executive producers. And I guess there's been so many times, you know, they've done um, biopics on people that didn't want them done. You know, yeah. there's been unauthorized Whitney Houston ones. There's been unauthorized blah, 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 blah. But this one it feels so personal. And are you saying that you didn't realize how much it affected her life because you learned this elsewhere or you learned it from the documentary? Both. I'm learning more both. There's okay. the I'm because I mean that I would have to say that it did her justice to be like this is more serious yeah. than just a leaked right. sex tape. Yeah, fine, yes, yes, but I just don't want to do it anymore. Oh, you don't. You don't have to. Thank you. Yeah, you really. Thank you. you for the permission <laughs> because I'm in love with Jack Reacher. I know Ooh, you are. Ooh, have you been watching? Oh, I haven't yet. I'm on numbers and six. And that it, guy, he's all big, right? The oh, big, he's huge. He's big, dude. Good looking. What do you think? Beautiful? Beyond. <laughs> I was like, uh, Julia told me this, and I said, 
Well, I I've seen the movies, and she goes, no, no, no. This is the real. That was a fake Jack Reacher. It was the, it was, that was the short was the Scientologist Jack, Jack Reacher. Reacher. You're gonna want to watch this Jack Reacher. It's so he looks like superhuman in oh, some of oh. the previews. He's massive. It's so good, you guys. Oh. I'm excited. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things, and I just haven't had time. So you oh. recommend it, right? Huh? Oh yeah. Amazon. I think it's Amazon. On? Wow. Good to I'm know. In, I'm really good. He's, he's a good egg. It's just a good. I just like it. Yeah, yeah. It's probably cheesy and corny. Probably other people. Oh, think. okay. Now I, uh, I didn't even say that. I bet you it is fun. No, but you said that about the other thing. All right, here's oh, another. Oh yeah, one. I wonder where you're quoting. Adele storm stage and pole dances at nightclub strip show, sending stun audience. <laughs> say it one more time. <laughs> Adele storms the stage after her Brit Awards and pole dances at a nightclub strip show, sending stunned audience mad. I think at this point, Adele is just losing her mind. Yep. I think she's got a lot on her. She's stressed. She I just need to change was, the headline. I, I And I also think the Daily Mail hates her. Oh, yeah. So they will publish anything mean about her. They, Good point. We're going to see her on Graham Norton tonight, and she just, yeah, we'll see what she says. True that. I know. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My 